Let's touch down in Australia where the big news I'm presuming, Peter Lusted, is the NRL finals round and we've lost a couple of teams, a couple of teams get a break and we've obviously got four very happy teams after what I can say, even though I didn't see the Eels match, I saw the other ones, sensational weekend of league, just what you'd expect in finals time, right? Just what you'd expect. Uh, it was it lived up to expectations, didn't it, Darcy? I mean, we, we didn't probably have all the really close games that we probably would have wanted, but each game, you know, really had uh, you know a great storyline and great interest as well. Uh, I think if you're looking at uh, you know the headline team, the Roosters continue to impress. Uh, Luke Keary in a team of stars is increasingly looking more and more important to that team. Uh, the way he pops up all over the field, and sure, Cronk's sort of somewhat running the show, but I think. Uh, Kiri is really the impetus uh, uh, who's setting up a lot of these plays and I still think they're the team to beat uh, and it will be tougher with uh, the way that for them the way the draw will fall now you would think with Tara and Melbourne on their side of the draw uh, but if you look at the teams does I think generally in this comp if you there's a, a team a player in each team you say if they go down say you're Cameron Smiths for example or Josh Hodgson's that side probably can't win the comp I think the Roosters are that strong they could probably even lose one of their key players, maybe a Kronk or, or a Tedesco or something, and, and probably still win the thing. That's how strong they are. But uh, they were excellent. Again, the resilience of the Raiders and Manly was really on show in different ways. Canberra have really just, a, you know, they've become a totally different team this year. They've changed their DNA. They are so good defensively, and uh, they were tough in that finals game. Uh, they just hung on and hung on, and geez, uh, the amount of good shots in that game. Uh, there was just so much battering of each other. It was fantastic to watch. And they got there in the end as well. And, and players like Bateman, he scored the try there at the end. He's just a winner. And uh, and that was big. And, and look, Manly as well, that was phenomenal what they've been able to do this year. They have that many bit part players uh, who have just stood up and performed above expectations consistently, and a whole lot of them as well. Um, you have to take your hat off to the way Dez and, uh, and Cherry Evans have turned them around uh, and they continue to to, to really uh, surprise teams as well. They're a very tough side. So uh, I think the resilience of the Raiders and Manly was uh, particularly impressive on the weekend. Yeah, Peter Lusted uh, joins us, our correspondent out of Australia, looking back at the NRL. What do we look forward to this weekend? What's the excitement um, there as far as the matches are concerned? Yeah, well, look, after the Eels played, did what they did yesterday, uh, it's going to be a great battle against the Storm. Uh, look, I think we know that Parramatta can really turn it on. They're a side that, if you look at their season this year, they have put 50 on teams before, but they've also lost the next week at times. So, obviously, they've improved a lot at the back end of the season, uh, but that's going to be a fantastic match and a good sort of contrasting styles as well. Mitchell Moses continues to grow as a player. He was enormous yesterday, and I'm really interested to see how he goes in that called finals cauldron in Melbourne uh, when a lot's going to be on his shoulders. This is going to be uh, the real test of how far he has come. But look, Melbourne, uh, you know, it's no fluke they finished where they are on the ladder, but uh, we have seen this from the Storm at certain parts in their history. They are always, because of the culture and the discipline at that club and the star players they have had, uh, but I think mainly due to the culture, they are always there and thereabouts because they're such a quality football club. But you're seeing the teams that win the comp, when Melbourne do win the comp, they are phenomenal teams and they've got really you know, great attacking impetus. Right now, I'm not sure Melbourne has that. I mean, the Raiders, you know, in the last three halves of football against Melbourne only conceded one try. And they are an excellent team, the Melbourne Storm, but a lot rides on Munster and Smith. And Munster wasn't at his best on Saturday night. 
uh, and and they were able to, to only score one try. They do have some great wingers. They do have some some good, really good threat there. But uh, you know you can't replace people like Kronk and uh, and Slater and and young Pappenhausen at the back. He's he's an absolute star in the making. He's dynamite with ball in hand. But uh, a moment in the first half where he put a ball to Will Chambers and Chambers was through would have probably scored under the post. But he just put it behind him and, and Chambers dropped that and that really was a crucial moment in the game. And and look, he will I'm sure you know get better over the years. But it's just that. That element, Jerome Hughes and Pappenhausen, the other two members of the spine, are very good players. But uh, you know, ball playing fullbacks are uh, you know a real quality, uh, are such an addition in the modern game. And uh, that moment to me stood out for why Melbourne are still an excellent side, but uh, probably not the side that they have been in other years when they've just been the absolute benchmark. They could still win the comp, don't get me wrong, and Pappenhausen is a fantastic player, but um, I think uh, they are, if you can stick with them, they probably don't have as many points as some of the great Melbourne Storm teams do. It doesn't help when they get called for a foot and touch and it didn't touch it. I'm sure that Vonivulu is still pissy about that one. That wasn't ideal, oh, was it, yeah. from the guys in charge? Nice to know it didn't happen to the Warriors, mainly because they're not in the finals, but, you know, hey, <laughs> happens all no, around, doesn't and it? As, uh, as one of the smaller teams and uh, supporting one of the smaller teams, and uh, I was there. They uh, the place went absolutely bananas. Uh, they did get a few rough calls this storm, um, but look, they've got some good ones in the, over the years as well. I mean, uh, I still can't believe Billy Slater played that grand final with the, uh, the oh, shoulder charge. The shoulder charge. <laughs> it's turning back the clock, but look, uh, they were annoyed and, and fair enough. But um, I don't think that decided the game. It would have given them, a, you know, one last shot with a minute to go. Uh, you know, that's one try in 79 minutes. There's no guarantee they would have scored again. Um, but, you know, the fans were irate and fair enough. Well, it wasn't just about NRL over the weekend, wasn't it? The Australians uh, globally did quite well in the World Cup of basketball. The Boomers didn't get the job done, but they came very close to getting into that grand final. Yeah, so, so disappointing. Uh, they, were, they were so close to the Boomers, and they, they're really a, a team that, uh, you know, Australians can resonate with. They, they get the most out of themselves. They work really hard, and they've got a, a great team ethos as well. It's, uh, it was great to see them do so well. They went 5-0 and all the way uh, through, and then uh, when they quarterfinal uh, against Spain, who, of course, went on to win it and, and absolutely trounced Argentina in the final. The Aussies took them to double overtime, and look, they had their chances too. They led by 11 in the third quarter. Uh, Della Vadova had a shot, which would have won the game uh, late in regular in the court in uh, the fourth quarter. Uh, Mills had a free throw. If he drained that, then uh, he had two free throws. Only got the first. If you got the second, they would have won in overtime. So just so close uh, and so disappointing. They, but, but Paddy Mills throughout, uh, it's hard to fault him. He was uh, really unlucky to not be uh, in the the final the top five players of the tournament. He was amazing throughout. And probably in some of the clutch moments, they, uh, the other teams, particularly Spain, just were double teaming him just to, to quell his impact. And, and that's something the Boomers, you know, will have to deal with in the future as well. But so close to, uh, to breaking through. Australia's now finished fourth, uh, four times in the Olympics and now in the World Championships as well. So they just can't seem to get that medal. They, they really had a 15-point lead against France in the bronze medal playoff too. So to lose that was bitterly disappointing. But look, it's uh, it's an opportunity missed, but they were superb throughout. And these tight games against you know such good teams such as Spain, you know they come down to just one basket at the end. So uh, they can really hold their heads high. And look, 
the best thing is as well is that um, when the Olympics roll around, I'm sure the USA are going to be a lot stronger, and that's uh, much that's imposing for all the teams in in the competition. But the Australians will be stronger too. Ben Simmons, who's our uh, you know one of the, the best Australian athletes in the world, will uh, will be playing, and they'll have a few of the other NBA guys as well. So. Uh, at least the Boomers get to go back to a major tournament soon. And let's wind things up. Disappointment around the fact that you didn't manage to outright beat the English in the Ashes? I mean, it was two apiece, but I suppose you've got the end, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, I think they would, they'll would. they be disappointed with that because they deserve to probably win the Series 3-1. This is the one Test match that England have bossed, um, and, and they'll be disappointed with that. Uh, but the performances of Smith, just what he has done uh, under the pressure he has he has been under and uh, and just a mental stress. Uh, when he came, he only got 23 in the last innings, but he got a standing ovation from the England crowd. And there's been booze all summer. Uh, I think that there was a, a reflection of just what an utter great performance it is. And uh, and it's probably a little disappointing as well. I mean, you know, we know Warner and Bancroft cheated, but Smith really didn't do that much wrong. So um, a great series from him. A great series from Hazelwood and Cummins. They have always been good, but they stepped up. They just give absolutely nothing away and continually are threatening. So Australia really have, uh, I guess, the core of a great team or an excellent team, but they have a lot of other factors faltering right now. Their openers have done absolutely nothing, uh, and they'll need to find a few more batsmen before they can uh, really start to uh, put their names right up against the best in world cricket. Looking forward to tearing in you one on the Boxing Day test. In that case, uh, Peter Lusted, we love this time. Thanks for yours. Catch you again next week. Thanks, Dustin.